This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of On the Line. Today's episode is with Georgia Larson, who is the founder of Dora Larson, which is a lingerie brand that I'm obsessed with. And I just thought it'd be fun to have her on the show. So welcome to the show, Georgia. Hi. For some, like a really long time, I thought your name was Dora. Yes. A lot of people think that. I still get called <laughs> Dora on a daily basis. Um, who, is, who is Dora? So Dora, um, she's kind of like my little um, good luck charm. She's basically, um, she was my first dog. She's a little Bichon Frise. Oh, that's what my mom was. Uh, oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, and she was very sweet. Um, she So I, I set up a fashion blog, actually, when I was, like, 18, and I called that Dora's Fur. And that fashion blog, like, opened loads of doors for me in terms of, like, getting a job and meeting people and stuff like that. So she kind of became my little good luck charm. The and blog so, was called Dora's Fur? Yeah. God, that's cute. <laughs> so basically, it's a really weird story, but that basically comes from um, my mum gave me a little um, letter one day when I went to uni with a little snippet of Dora's fur inside of it as oh. like a good luck thing. <laughs> and so the blog was called Dora's Fur. Really weird story. But yeah, so Dora is a name that I've kind of used quite a lot, I think. And I didn't, I'm, I don't know, I didn't really want to name the brand after myself. So I was like, oh, I'll name it Dora Larson after my dog instead. That is so <laughs> cute. I mean, sometimes I look at my dog and I'm like, can I just cut some of your fur off so yeah, I can always have you? should you. and put it in a little letter and take it with you everywhere you go. Oh, do you still have that piece of <laughs> I fur? I do, I do. I've got it. Oh, yeah. I love dogs so much. Yeah, and I think it has been a good luck charm because yeah. like, Definitely the brand's done way better than I thought it would. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I feel like that Dora name will kind of carry carry on with me forever oh, in some ways. So, so nice. Yeah. Okay, well, I want to get into your brand, of course, but I want to start before that and yeah. kind of like talk about how you how you got into this, you at school, what yeah. you thought about, because I think there's so many people listening who might be a little bit younger or they're just thinking like, how does somebody get into something like this? Oh God, yeah, it's such a combination of um, just pure luck um, and chance, but also obviously like you've got to be trying your hardest yeah. in whatever you do. But I definitely didn't know that I'd end up in lingerie. I think yeah. that was total chance. Like, I was always obsessed with fashion, definitely wanted to go down the fashion route ever since I was quite young. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's if I'm completely honest, I wanted to be a fashion designer. But I was just so naughty in school and didn't do any of my artwork or didn't submit anything in time. So I I didn't get like the right qualifications to go and study fashion at uni because I basically didn't have an art A level, art GCSE or anything. Right. It's funny how you're like, I so, want to do this, I want to do this, but then I'm not going to do anything yeah, to actually I get know, I know, I <laughs> know. I was just like partying too much. Like that is honest, the honest truth of it. But I had a complete change around when I went to uni and I just was like, right, I'm so focused now. I didn't study fashion. I studied media. Uh -huh. um, but that's when I started working really hard at fashion on the side, if that makes sense. And right. I started like doing designs, making my own clothes. I set up this fashion blog I spoke, uh, just spoke about. And you did that in university. And I did that when I was at uni. And, um, and that basically got me a job at Topshop as mm -hmm. a um, buyer's admin assistant. Because uh, um, I found out that the buyers at Topshop uh, were using my blog as like an inspiration account. Really? Yeah, which is really bizarre, actually. I went to the interview and I turned up and there were like these kind of 
little cut out pictures of me around the office and I was like this is really weird I can't believe it so was your fashion Um, blog literally like you being a fashion blogger yes oh cool yes yes I deleted it now so no one can find it (laughs) but um but yeah so uh but no like I said it opened up some doors which was really good was this like the days of lookbook and like it's the days of like blog loving yeah do you know what I mean and like no Instagram I know yeah I mean it was just like there were a few people that had blogs yeah um, but I remember there was like hardly anyone. I, that's when I started. Was as that well. when you started that, as well? Was, yeah, yeah, exactly. No yeah. Instagram. There was nothing. Yeah, it was kind of bliss in a way that you kind of like, if you had followers, you didn't really know so much. Like, right. do you know what I mean? Like, you wouldn't get like millions of comments. No. And like, you wouldn't, you know, but you obviously like occasionally you have people. Obviously, it was, I was nowhere near as big as what you are now, but I had a few followers. But I'd get a few kind of emails here and there, but it was nothing like, intense but those were really interesting times and like my website used to be dot blogspot.com yes (laughs) dorasfur.blogspot.com yeah there was no like domain name or anything like that I remember telling my mom like oh mom I have a blog and she was typing it in and she's like dot clog spot yeah yeah. it's like blog (laughs) spot it was exactly the same with my parents as well bless them they were like really proud of it and everything but yeah those were those were interesting times because there weren't that many people doing it and I really felt I don't know if you felt this way but that I was going out on a limb doing this like I felt oh my god whoa this is scary totally it felt so scary at the time because no one was doing it yeah and I remember some of the people I knew were like we're literally like, can you believe Georgia set up this blog? Like, I know. Who does she think she is? That There was a lot of that. Like, who she thinks she <laughs> yeah. is business. Yeah. Like, does she think people will actually be interested in this? How dare she? <laughs> I kind of like, I remember I was a bit embarrassed about it. But also like now I look back and I think I'm so glad I did it. Because actually it was my one outlet to show my interest in fashion. Yeah. Because, you know, I wasn't studying it. And I always felt a bit left, left behind because I wasn't studying it and wished I was. Yeah. I applied to, actually, I did apply to the London College of Fashion to do, because um, I didn't have any art, GCSEs or anything like that, um, but applied there to do um, like a PR and communications type degree. And I got rejected twice. So I was like, damn it, I can't get into any fashion <laughs> degree program. So I did feel left out. So that's why the blog was so great for me for yeah. like, you know, really being able to ex- express myself in that way, I suppose, and create a little community yeah. like online. Well, speaking of expressing yourself, I also felt like at that time, everyone was so different. Whereas now yeah. I feel like so everyone's true. kind of the same. Yes. You know, not yes. not everyone, but yeah. there's it's it's more rare to find someone doing something unique these days so true and I think that yeah like when you would go on a blog then every single blog in a way had its own unique style didn't it it? It and it was something you hadn't seen before like Mm -hmm. the persons like if say it was a fashion blog everyone dressed very differently to each other because you know you didn't have Instagram on your phone that you could constantly monitor what everyone was wearing and you know these big massive brands that have done so well on Instagram like Realization Par etc they just didn't exist then either Mm -hmm. so like loads of loads of the clothes were like obviously vintage yes that's what a lot of wear. vintage but also it was like random finds from yeah. like h&m that would sell out in like 30 minutes i remember or, this you know one I mean? particular zara bag yeah that like i had to have <laughs> yeah. I, I in fact i bet i know which one you're talking it's, about it was beige yeah i think i do know <laughs> i remember that i think i know which one you're talking about um but but yeah and also no one had any money that was no, the other that thing was, you know what that's i'm so glad you brought that up because in a way, that was almost what was so great about yes. it, was you had to be so creative with mm-hmm. what you wore. And I remember, like, I would, it was all about, like, raiding my, my mum's 1970s yep. dresses and finding, like, I had this little slip dress that was from my granny's nighty and exactly. styling it up like that. And because, yeah, you, no one had any money, No of one course. had any money. And also, affiliate links were not a thing. No. I, know, I, don't, I don't even know what those are, actually. Melda said to me the of other day, do you use do. affiliate links? I was like, what are those? Oh, we got to get you using affiliate links. But but I think affiliate yeah. links, as much as I love them, um, for those people listening, if you if you don't know what an affiliate link is, it's and I can tell you too, yeah. Georgia. Yeah, good, thank you. <laughs> it's basically a link that a lot of bloggers and, and people online use um, to link to a certain product and if somebody buys a product through that link then that blogger gets a slight kickback you know percentage usually 10 something percent of of the item 
um, of the item's worth. So that's why a lot of people want to link to things that they can potentially get yeah. affiliate links um, for. But when there were no affiliate links, it was like, of course, I'm going to wear my grandma's nighty or this yes. belt from Primark yes. or something like that. Yeah, because there was no pressure. There was zero yeah. pressure. Yeah, but exactly. now it's like those slots are so precious. It's like, if I'm going to mention something, I want to be able to link to it. Yeah. And if I'm honest, that was actually the reason I stopped doing the blog. Really sadly was because I start, it started to grow and I started to work with brands and I actually found the pressure too much. Yes. Like I didn't realize how much it would kind of get to me, like getting emails from the brands being like, you know, like when are you going to post? Mm -hmm. Like whatever, like mm -hmm. we want to send you something. And I just, the sort of personality that I am, I just, it always stressed me out too much. Absolutely. It definitely um, went from a bit of fun yeah. to a full-blown business pretty quickly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think like that's the thing, like that's what, I mean, we do occasionally gift um, bloggers and stuff from our, from our business, but it's always on the basis of like, please just, I want you to love it. Mm -hmm. Like it's got to be something that you love and you want to post and never any pressure, never yeah. any, you know, whatever. So yeah. um, I think that's quite important, uh, def definitely in this kind of world that we live in. So it's more kind of um, genuine for the customer as well. Mm -hmm. But but at the same time, I appreciate that it's an, it's a, it's a career now being yes. a blogger and you know, you've got, you've also got to make money. So it's, it's a, it's a balancing act. It definitely it? is. Um, yeah. Okay. So you were working at Topshop as a buyer yes. assistant. Yes. Buyer's assistant. Okay. Yeah. What does that entail? So it actually, I thought it would be quite glamorous, <laughs> but it was not, which is actually really good. It was really good for me. It was really good learning experience. It's, it was a lot of carrying around samples, <laughs> running from meeting rooms, um, you know, uh, lots and lots of admin um, and, and dealing with lots of different personalities, lots of difficult personalities. Mm -hmm. um, and not losing losing it, you know, staying yeah. calm and staying cool, and and it, you know having a list like of things to do that's like twenty pages long, and you know being working insanely fast. I mean, there was absolutely no rest in that job, um, but it was great in terms of like introducing me to the world of production and design, and you know I'd never really sketched. It was quite interesting actually because the buying role at Topshop was so design focused yeah like and I don't think it's necessarily like that in other companies like as a buyer I would often sketch things you know um obviously we had designers and they were amazing and they would do like you know much more detailed sketches than we as buyers were capable of um but we also designed a lot of the collection ourselves and so it was really good for teaching me that side of things as well mm. but also I think was quite good as you know, because I don't have a strict fashion training, I have more of a buyer's training, which kind of creates a different design, if that makes sense. Like mm -hmm. I'm more about like designing something that is like really comfortable and like has a real like easy fit rather than doing like, say, a really complicated design, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. Yeah. That's one thing I'll say about your lingerie is it is very comfortable. Yes. And when I yes. first saw it, I didn't necessarily think yes. it would be. It is comfortable. It is. And I think that, yeah, I, I think that's just really important to me. Like, I I think that I, there are a lot of lingerie brands that I love, but I wouldn't wear them every day because they make my boobs look weird under a top. Yeah. Or the knickers dig into my bum. And it's uncut, you know, so I wanted to do something that you could wear pretty much all the time but still felt really special and still felt you were wearing something exciting you yeah. know not just kind of your boring nude bra or whatever which is what I'm wearing today yeah which <laughs> <laughs> which so has its place don't get me wrong although today I when I put this dress on I wasn't wearing a bra yeah. and then I was like oh, I should probably just put a bra on although it's one of those cars like triangle yeah. bras that's doing you know what? I'm really naughty I'm not wearing a bra today which there is we there. go <laughs> well I'll one-up you I'm not yeah. wearing any underwear oh great I, I mean, love it well it's the hottest day of the year and and I was like, exactly. I don't need another layer, although exactly. I think I made a mistake. Yeah, but. no, no. Uh, let it be free. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're doing that. You're yeah. at Topshop. And um, actually, one of my first jobs here in the UK was at Topshop. Mm. I was working no in the beauty. Well, 
um, little section. And yeah, it was kind of the first time I had to like put makeup on customers and I'm not a makeup artist. That's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I bet that was quite scary actually. Yes. It was actually a huge deal for me and the interview process was quite intense as well. Yeah. And I was like, I have a blog. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you know, (laughs) and I think my contract was like 10 hours a week or something. Oh, bless you. (laughs) I know. Um, Okay, so you're at Topshop and then were you buying lingerie or yeah so I started out in the lingerie department really interestingly when I actually started I was like I was the H&M five pound bra girl um who just didn't who had the most disgusting lingerie collection you could ever imagine it was awful all the knickers were gray um and then I started and I was just introduced to this new world of like actually caring about your lingerie and honestly I was a convert after that and I have been ever since. And I just think it's the most like mood enhancing, like luxurious thing to know that you've got lovely lingerie on and to be kind of really interested in your lingerie is just so lovely. Um, so yeah, I, I just took to it straight away actually. When I first heard I was being put on lingerie, I was like, oh really, is that really me? I'm more of a dresses girl, but oh my God, I just loved it. And actually I worked um, in uh, blouses and skirts towards the end of my career at Topshop and it just was nothing in comparison to working on lingerie. How interesting Yeah, I really missed it. Right. Um, I think because in lingerie, what's so great is that you, in some ways you can always be more creative because um, you don't have to follow trends as much. So you right. can really just go with what's in your head and just be like, I think this is going to look beautiful and just go with that. And you don't have to worry so much about like, is this a big trend? Yes. Um, but also it's almost like interior design in the se- in the sense that like you, it's all about combining colors and combining fabrics in a way that like make something new, if that makes sense. Yes. Do you know how say like a dress might be like all one fabric and all one color? Laundry is like lots of different fabrics combined into making a certain look mm. or as I do for Dora Larson, lots of different colours combined yes. into making a certain look. And I just love that element of it. I love that kind of like bringing all the elements together to create something element. And, you know, it's, so it's not just the fabrics, it's the hardware as well, you know, looking at the rings and slides and the hook and eyes and everything. And then the engineering as- aspect of it, which I like to call it, um, which is the fit and the technical technical side is just so insanely complicated. But once you get your head around it, you feel quite smug that you like know all this stuff about how to fit a bra. And, and that's quite thrilling in a way. Like it's totally different, the fit process to clothing. It's really, really complicated, but in a really fascinating way. Yeah. Um, so I have so much to say. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> um, first thing is you do use so much color. Mm. And I think for a lot of people, when they think of lingerie, they think, you know, black, red, yes. whatever, all that yes. really sexy stuff, yes. Um, yes. which I also love. Yes. You know? Oh my God, me too. So yeah. why did you decide to do something so colorful? Um, I think, I mean, this is probably the buyer within me. Because um, I suppose as a buyer, you have, you're always about what are we missing? What are we missing? And I was like, oh God, the industry is just missing a brand that is dedicated to color. Yeah. Like so much of the industry is about like black bras and everything. And that is amazing. And don't, I have some black bras I absolutely love, but I just, and I loved colorful lingerie myself as well. And I didn't feel like there was really much out there. I mean, there was, there were a few brands that were doing colorful stuff and like, that was great. And I was buying it, but it wasn't in, done in the way that I wanted. So it was either too sexy Yes. Or it was, I mean, when I say that, I mean, it was too kind of like. Neon. And, yeah, yeah. And kind of too booby or whatever. Yep. Um, crotchless knickers, etc. I mean. <laughs> Which are fine. Ooh. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, not for the everyday. Um, and all it was, all it was just sort of uncomfortable. The branding was something that I didn't connect with. Right. Or, so, so that's why I set it up. Because for me, it really felt like there was nothing else doing this job. Yeah. And that I mean, was the most important thing for me. Your lingerie is, is definitely one of a kind I've never seen anything yeah, like it and yeah. you do mix those fabrics so beautifully with the la- I love the lace yeah. on the Aww, top of the bra thank you that, I love that so much yeah. it's like it's feminine but it's not overly girly yes, that's, you know? that's really important to me so I always say it's like sporty with a feminine edge oh that's a good way to put it <laughs> well I mean speaking well, it's clean it's clean lines so there's no but we stay away from bows and we yes. stay away from frilliness 
Yes. But um, but yeah, you've always got that kind of feminine feminine touch to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and is that what's so you were speaking earlier about um lingerie and how it just you know it it makes you feel so good. Yeah. Why does lingerie make you feel good? Ah, like what's the difference between wearing something, you know, regular to wearing something special? Yeah, I think it's just, I think it is that, you know, when you know, when you've got no clothes on and you're walking around your flat and you've got great lingerie on and you feel like you're you your body is looking the best that it could look in that lingerie do you know what I mean it's that confidence I think isn't it um but I also think there's a little bit of confidence in the fact that you know you've made an effort and maybe Mm. no one else knows I don't know I think there might be something in that there is a little secret element even if no one like not you don't have to have a boyfriend or anything yeah you know um, but just knowing that you've got something and someone does, like you've got lovely Andre on and no one necessarily knows. I don't know, I quite like that. I do too. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it is a complicated one because like I actually think I find it quite liberating having really lovely lingerie. Um, and I know there's typically the kind of like sexy association with it. Mm-hmm. And that's, I like feeling sexy as, you know, as we all do, but it's not just about feeling sexy for me. Um, I think it's kind of, there's something quite empowering about it as well. Yes. I think it's because you're doing it for yourself in yes. a way and no one else is seeing it, right. maybe. Right. You know, your boyfriend can see it later or whatever, but he he also doesn't and that's fine. You know, you're doing it for yourself and I think there's something quite empowering in that. I think that's the way I look up yeah. at makeup as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And a lot of, I, I I mean, there's lots of people who are like, yeah. um, you know, guys don't even like it when girls wear makeup or something uh, like that. And it's like, you, that's not I why don't like it people you, wear makeup. Yeah, it's so much more complicated than that. Absolutely. This is the thing. It's not, nothing is black and white. Mm-hmm. There's like shades and, of grey and layers. There's 50 shades in, of grey. There's 50 shades of grey. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many layers into why we do these things. But I think overall if we feel if it makes us feel really confident in ourselves and and I think that's the point of my brand as well like it's not the sort of lingerie that is like you buy to be like super sexy with your boyfriend it is the sort of lingerie you buy for yourself Mm -hmm. and 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 your boyfriend loves it too which is an added bonus or whatever but like that's not its main purpose right you know well this is a call-in show and Mm. this actually leads me quite nicely into our very first How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Question. Hi, Essay. Um, so thanks for doing this. Here's my question. 
I have quite a bit of lingerie that I've accumulated over the years that I really love that was some of it was kind of pricey and it's beautiful but I've been with my husband um, for about 10 years now and so it's hard to figure out when to put on lingerie and I haven't done so in a really long time and he's he's even mentioned it but my problem is a he's seen all the lingerie I have so I feel kind of weird about that like how much fun is it really going to be and then b um what situation does a married person who's been together with the same person for so long just pop out of bed with lingerie I just I'm having trouble coming up with the idea and the reason um to put on lingerie and I and part of it I think is also that you know somehow when you're really young and when you're with somebody new you have more energy with your sexuality um but now honestly I think it's just gotten a bit stale I'm I'm kind of running out of ideas and it feels a little artificial so I feel like this is something I really want to do I won't be able to um maybe pull off the lingerie that I have forever so I want to do it but I just I can't come up with kind of what's going on and like what's the scenario behind this and how do I just show up with lingerie so any ideas would be welcome thanks for doing this Estee I love that question. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Um, so I I totally get this. Um, and like my husband said similar things to me before. And I'm just like, but how can this happen? How can we make this work? Like, what do you do? Like, go and secretly change? I, like, well, I don't know. A, that is so um, true. <laughs> so I, I mean, I, I would love to know actually how other people do it because I don't I don't know but what I would do is make sure that I bought lingerie that I can wear in the day that's still sexy and that was what I was gonna say yeah like I I think you know gone are the days where you have to go into the bathroom secretly and put on all these straps obviously people do a lot though because the whole super sexy lingerie thing is still massive I mean and I love it yeah same same and I think actually even if it's not something that you do yourself I would almost like encourage people to try it because actually like you can you might find that actually you quite like it when you do um but yeah I totally get that whole like awkward scenario thing oh god Um, but yeah like wear wear something that you can buy buy something that you can wear like underneath your clothes you can go to work in whatever that's like a nice shape whatever but you can take your clothes off and there it is. I think that's probably the best way to do it. And I think that's almost sexier because you've been wearing it. I agree. And and it's just something a little more modern about it, you know? And and that's, it's just like, imagine. And you can wear it again. And you can wear it again. Yeah. And you can get like a real purpose. You can really feel like money well spent, you know? You can wear it a lot then. I mean, I, okay, so anecdote time yeah i i went and i bought the full-blown black thing with the stockings and the the straps and the whole thing which is really fun yeah but i was having a very similar situation like yeah. how am i gonna wear this yeah. <laughs> especially in the summer yeah so actually there's these amazing things that quite a lot of brands have started doing that i really want to do um so they're almost like i don't know what they're called but they're like stockings but you don't attach tights to them you don't oh. attach stockings to them. Sorry, sorry, it's a suspender. That's yes. what I mean. You don't attach stockings to them. They're like a floating suspender, if that makes sense. Interesting. And they look really cool. I've noticed ASOS sell them. Okay. Um, and a few other brands have started doing them. And they look really amazing. So I feel like Dora Lars needs does need to try something like that. But yeah, I totally agree. Like, what do you do with the whole stocking scenario? I think I've, I have worn suspenders and stockings stockings before but yeah it's been in like an autumn winter time for sure and you just wear it with a skirt and like no one knows and that's quite nice actually and I again like I I kind of like almost wish we were back in the 1940s mm. or, when it, or whenever it was when we used to wear it every day it'd be quite I think it'd be quite fun <laughs> well my one of my friends um who shall remain nameless put on the full get up and yeah. I guess like you know People get tired and yeah. they ended up watching a movie instead. Yeah. <laughs> so she had the full thing on and she just like put her sweatpants over top. Oh. And I guess they were just like on the couch, like snuggling or whatever. And he was like, what the fuck? 
fuck are you wearing <laughs> under these sweats? And she said it was actually the sexiest oh, thing. Oh, I bet it was. Yeah. I was like, need to do yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. I love that idea. And I, I don't know if I should admit to this, but I did the trench coat thing. Did you? I actually did Amazing. it. Amazing. It was a bucket list thing for yeah. me. Yeah. How did it go? I mean, I think he didn't appreciate it as no. much as he should have, oh, honestly. What? I think, oh, I think, yeah, no, I'm sure he did. I fully really? like got in the Uber yeah. with that. And yeah, my, that is amazing. Thank you very much. I am so impressed that you've done thank that. Thank you. That is so good. <laughs> but then I got there and like, you know, I was like, I guess I'm going to take my yeah. coat off. Like, <laughs> you do have Awkward to, Yeah, I know. You have to have a bit of confidence about I these think things. You do, but I also think you've got to have a sense of humor as well. And totally. you've got to laugh about it with him. And then that takes the pressure off. You know? No one really talks about laughing during sex. Yeah, well, you have you have to. You I can't mean, be. It's not like how it is in the movies where no. everyone's really serious. You know, this is the thing. I don't know how you can be serious in those moments. There's <laughs> lots of noises and mistakes and yeah, you know, yeah, literally all sorts of things. <laughs> Running to the bathroom. Oh, exactly. And, you know, all sorts of awkward things. And they so, never yeah. show the scene like after you have sex and it's just like then they're just laying there and everything's perfect well yeah, you know I yeah. want to see some of the aftermath drama yeah 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 okay <laughs> exactly. movies okay Hollywood anyway uh, that's a different podcast yeah. um <laughs> right so yes to answer this caller's question I do think of course you can try something fun and stuff like that but actually I think the trick is in the everyday yeah personally yes, speaking definitely I think so and also like I said like you might as well you know make get more out of, get more from your money like get something that you can wear more than once totally Surely. it's true it's like those yeah. stockings are just sitting in my drawer yeah yeah it's not Same. every day um, yeah not every day but i think with the lingerie at least with the, you know you can wear you can buy something you can wear every day and then you can add the suspenders and stockings that's a good point which i think is quite a good idea i want to go back to the colorful aspect yes. of your items yeah because um i actually asked this guy that i was was slash M seeing don't know why mm-hmm. I said was <laughs> Freudian slip <laughs> um, and yeah. um, I was like oh like pick out a set of like lingerie like from this website what do you like and yeah. I I was so interested to see what he chose because it was yeah. something I would have never chosen and he chose something colorful that's so interesting isn't it I yeah. know yeah I think yeah this is the thing I think men do love colorful lingerie I, I mean I I love it I know my husband loves it. I think it's, I just think it's really flattering on your skin as well sometimes, Mm. you know? Like, obviously, like I said, a black bra definitely has its place and everything, and I love it, and it's very sexy, and it's very practical as well. Um, But I just think if you've got a tan or, you know, like yellow and pink can look amazing on you, or or not even that, you don't even need a tan, you know? I just think it can can really flatter your skin tone if you wear a really good shade for it. and I don't know, for me personally, I've lo- always loved colourful lingerie because I just feel a bit more excited by it. It just lifts my mood, totally. you know? Totally, it is the a same with all colourful things, yeah. you know? Um, like, even today, I'm wearing a blue dress, which I never used to wear colours. And I was like, God, I just feel good in this. Yeah. You're wearing a blue yeah, dress, too. Yeah, I'm wearing a blue dress, too. <laughs> yeah, you do. You feel more kind of like... I think it's the same with fashion. I think you can dress, you can wear lingerie for your mood. Right. This is the thing. And I think that's definitely what we've tried to do with the brand is like each colorway is almost like a different mood, if that makes sense. Well, your color combinations are so interesting. Thank you. How do you get inspiration for what colors you're going oh, to use? You know what? It's, I just think it, it sounds quite, I feel like it's funny one, because everyone always says that to me and everyone's always like, what's your inspiration? Like, where's your mood boards? Where's this, where's that? But actually, it's this. It's actually just this weird innate thing, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So the process is, I spend like you know the whole year basically, well wherever I am, whatever I'm doing, collecting little um, snippets of color. Yeah. So whether it's from a dress or from a scarf or whatever I find, and then I get all the bits of color together, and I just play around with them on a table and I see what goes with what. It's mm-hmm. literally that's how I do it. But I think that. I find that quite a good way to do it because that way I'm never copying another brand. Right. Um, and I'm always doing something new. And I think that's why people will say, oh, it's really like unusual color combinations, really unexpected mm-hmm. color combinations. Mm-hmm. And I will honestly say that's because I don't take loads of inspiration from things. Right. But saying that, when I do take inspiration, which I do 
plants occasionally I'll always take it from like things in nature because I find that nature is just like just knows (laughs) with color doesn't it you know like the colors you see in flowers and the colors you see in a sunset and I just think that for me is just like you a great place to go when you're looking for color combinations that's such a good point why would I look at a picture of somebody on Instagram rather than a sunset. Exactly, exactly. So I've always used that as a starting point as well. But yeah, on the whole, it is just this kind of like innate process where I kind of get in the zone. And I'm like looking at all my colors on the table and I'm kind of going for it. That's amazing. Um, And then I'll do like loads of different combinations, um, change my mind, have to come back to it, you know, like change it all up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll show some friends and always the color combinations that I'm a bit scared of that I think are a bit too wacky. I always find people's favorites as well. So that's always quite interesting. You think people are going to want something quite boring and, some, you know, just because it's a new thing. Yep. People haven't seen it before. They might be a bit scared of it. But actually, no, people really, you know, just kind of respect the customer a bit more. They really are open-minded and they really love it when I do something completely different that they haven't seen before which is great so how did you get from Topshop to owning your own lingerie company oh well (laughs) um actually they're quite connected because obviously Topshop taught me the skills that I needed a lot of the skills that I needed um but it also did this thing where it made me realize what I don't want Mm -hmm. which is quite good um so I, well, it wasn't for me working for a big corporation. Um, like it was great training and everything, um, but I, I'm, t- I'm too much of a kind of, I'm too much of a actually quite a shy person deep down, and like I, I wasn't one to be able to like, you know, um, network with millions and millions of people. Um, which is what you need to be like there, um, and also just not just there in lot in lots of in lots of um, industries um, for big bit, sorry for big companies within fashion. You need to be quite bullshy and quite sort of out there as a person, um, and that just isn't me. But also, I just really wanted to make my own decisions. I wanted to I wanted to be happy ultimately. I'll, you know, I felt and I feel like working for myself. I would have been, I would have found that. Mm. Um, so um, after five years, I basically took the decision that I was going to leave. I didn't know that I was going to set up my own brand at that point, actually. I just knew that I had to get out. And I was like, shall I be a florist? What shall I do? I literally did That's always not my backup know. plan. I know, yeah. <laughs> when it still is my backup plan. Same. Uh, but then I was like, oh, I can't do the early mornings though. <laughs> yeah, that's very so, true. Um, so, and then I just thought, you know, what? where does my experience lie? What do I love? And also I was like, well, I love lingerie. You know, I, I did actually love the job. It was more the politics I didn't like. Um, and, um, you know, I, I did, you do need a bit of money to start these businesses. Um, I um, borrowed some money off my parents, which I'm still paying back today. <laughs> um, and I had a few savings. So it wasn't a lot, but it was something. And so I used that to basically launch the brand, which was quite incredibly scary. It wasn't just quite scary, it was incredibly scary. I remember I had a year um, of, of um, developing the brand and the product Uh, before launch where I just had sleepless nights every single night thinking what is everyone gonna think is everyone gonna think this is awful am I gonna lose all my money like this is absolutely terrifying but I just thought well you know what if it goes badly I'll just get a job and I'll be paying back my parents for probably the next 10 years but you only live once. Mm-hmm. And if that's what I have to do, then that is what I have to do. But at least at that point, I know that I've tried. Yeah, that's how I live my you know? life. And so that's basically what I did. And I, people do say to me a lot, like, I don't know how you like how you found the bravery to do it. And I'm like, honestly, I didn't have the bravery. I was yeah. terrified, but I just felt like I didn't have a choice. I love that because I often feel like that with, yeah. with things when people are like, you were so brave to move to England. Yeah. Isn't I was like, yeah. I just felt like I didn't have I a didn't choice. I didn't have a choice. I had to. I literally had to. It would be harder yeah. for me not to do something. Yeah, that's how I felt. I was yeah. like, it would be harder for me not to do this. So even if I'm in debt for the rest of my life, and even yeah. if I'm like shamed from like the awful reaction it got or whatever shunned it was. from the lingerie world. Shunned from the lingerie world forever. At least I tried and like, and that was all that mattered to me at that point. 
Um, and luckily, I had the most amazingly supportive husband that just did not question any of it. I mean, your husband sounds like um, a dream. He is a dream. He now works for the business full time as oh, well, which is really lovely. Yeah. Are you guys fighting nonstop? Um, occasionally. <laughs> no, we do. But actually, we're really good together. Yeah. He's like, he totally gets the brand. He is actually a really important part of the brand because he is the one that will say to me, that colorway does not work because that shade is too dark or that shade is too light or that shade has too much orange in it. Or, and I'm like, whoa, how did you know that? Or he'll be like, that bra isn't right because the apex needs to be um, higher by one centimeter. And What's an apex? Like, <laughs> The apex is like the bit of the bra where the strap meets the cup. Okay. Right. So he just knows. Like right. he is, I don't know how he knows. He's a boob man. He's a boob man. No, he's not because I basically have no boobs. <laughs> but he just like is really good with like knowing design. and But also he's he's an ex-accountant, which is amazing. Honestly, so, I, I have um, been thinking about who I want to marry and yeah. I want to marry an accountant. Yes. I don't want to deal with this any yes, longer. Yes, he's great. But also like a photographer as well. I mean, oh, he's, taken the, I know, he's taken loads of photos for the brand as well. He's just like multi-talented. And bro- brothers? Does he have any brothers or um, what's the situation? He's got, he's got a brother who's 25 that lives oh, in Canada. Two years young for Actually, me though would you know you're from Canada I am you? yeah but too young too young too young and it does me no good if I in know Canada. well exactly <laughs> um but yeah no so he's amazing and he's been and like I said he's never been like oh you shouldn't be doing this and you need to be earning you know you need to be earning more money or you need to we both made a massive sacrifice financially for me to do this and um you know we had to move into a much smaller flat and he had to um basically support me on his salary and 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 that was really hard and Mm. we did that for two years and um and he never questioned me on it he just supported me which was amazing I mean those those are the behind the scenes things that people don't see they go into Mm. Liberty for instance where you have a gorgeous pop-up and they see the bras no People really, yeah. People do, re, people don't realize that, and 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 um, this thing. Like, I honestly, for the first year, for the first year, I used, we had um, we lived in this tiny flat, and we had all our stock in the flat. So we'd eat our dinner basically like on our boxes of stock. <laughs> I <laughs> it love was just that, crazy. Um, so it, so it was, but it was good because we've never had investment, and I think that's really good for us because it means that we have total control over wow. everything that happens in the brand. We never have pressure from anyone telling us to do anything. Um, so um, it's great. Yeah. So where can people buy your products? I know, obviously, on your website. So and we've got our website. Um, it's in Liberty, but um, it's also launching in Selfridges um, oh this gosh. summer, which is really exciting. So in the beautiful, like, third in the body floor. studio. Oh, yeah. man. Good uh, for you. Thank you. Um, and that will be launching, I think, in, like, three weeks. So it's not very long to go. It'll be, like, mid-August. Um, and then we're in Nordstrom in the U.S. and Canada. Oh. Um, and then we're on Zalando. Nice. Uh, we've got some really exciting new retailers coming up that I can't really say at the moment, but I'm super excited about that launching soon. Um, but we're also like really, really pushing our direct to consumer as well. And like the website has um, has continued to grow for us. I think, especially as we like get a, a return cust- a returning customer that knows our brand. Yes. We can like really push that more. And I think as we see that grow, I would love to set up a shop eventually absolutely um, I mean I don't know if this is gonna be annoying for mm. you if I draw the comparison between Rixo mm. and your brand that's quite interesting because I've thought that before uh-huh. because I thought um I think what Rixo did which was really interesting was bring out premium excitingly designed yes. product at a price point that was expensive yes but but not excess, insane but not insane and and that's basically what I think Dora Larson is as Me well, too. definitely. Um, I think like a lot of our competitors are, you know, um, like well over a hundred pounds a bra. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we try, I mean, it's hard to make margin, but we try and keep the price a bit lower. Um, our bras are like averaging about 50 pounds. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so yeah, I feel like it is it is in that world, definitely. Yeah. Um, and also, I think that Rixo, and not just Rixo, I think a lot of other new brands um, like Realization Par and Rouge, yes. etc. They're 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 more um, they're new brands, so they're more up to date with their who their consumer is. You know, they're not yeah. trying like an old high street brand or an old traditional brand that's trying to catch up with what's going on in the times now. Mm-hmm. They're really like talking to their customers directly. They're listening to their customers. They know who their customer is. They're not trying to change things make things relevant they are relevant yeah um and i think that's why those brands are succeeding at the moment and i and i hope that's why we're doing well as well you know like we try and make sure that we're like inclusive of more than just one body shape for example well uh, that was another Um, thing i really wanted to bring up don't get me wrong we've still got a really long way to go like uh, you know we still have many more sizes that we need to do Mm -hmm. we still have many more photo shoots that we need to do with bigger girls etc etc but like we we're we're on our way well um yeah i actually that was something i was going to bring up because i'm such a fan of your instagram yeah and i think you're doing a great job oh thank you yeah (laughs) i always feel like we could do better though i always feel like we all can we all can i i do feel like it's a really important part of the industry that Basically, basically, my main thing is I want to be totally transparent and I want this brand to be totally transparent. I I don't want to hide anything from the customers. I don't want um, I don't want people. I want people to look at the brand and feel empowered and feel confident about themselves. And I don't think the lingerie industry is very good at doing that. Mm, Um, And I think it's run by men. Exactly. It is. You know, it's actually run by men. It actually is. This is the most insane thing. Like the big brands out there are run by men. And um, when you go to these lingerie trade shows, you'd be so shocked at how many men in business suits there are. Yeah, honestly, like and and I think that there are brands that are changing it up and um, and often those the brands that are doing it well anyway are often the ones that are run by women right um so and they're new and they're new brands as well you know uh because the brands that are run by men the older brands that are run by men they just don't really know how to do it they don't know how to include customers anymore. how could they possibly be connected no, exactly you know um so yeah it's exciting it's a really exciting time for fashion and brands mm-hmm. i you know it's a, it's it's almost democratized i yes. would say because of social media like there's the opportunity now for brands like Dora Larson and and those other brands I just mentioned as well um to really connect with an audience and grow without needing insane marketing budgets which is what you would have needed in the past to be able to reach a new customer um and it's scary for people on the high street and it's scary for the brands that have been around for decades but you know, in a way, it's good because yeah. it's like it's democratizing the market. If that's a word, is yeah. it a word? I think it is, um, which I think is only a good thing. I agree. Yeah. And when you first started, am I am I making this up? Did you name a bra after me? I did. I remember. I did the Estee. It was a bestseller. Was well. Because <laughs> I was like walking on my way here, and I was yeah. like, "How did I come to like yeah. find out about this brand?" And I was like. Am I making this up? Because I have the worst. But you know why I named her after you? Because it was I just launched the brand and I emailed about 300 people uh-huh. literally like, you know, trying to reach out about the brand, like all the press, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. And no one replied to me. And um, you replied with the nicest message ever, like being <laughs> so supportive and so lovely. And I couldn't believe it because, you know, you had all these followers <laughs> and like, and you were super successful. And I was just so touched oh. by how lovely you were. I just that thought, doesn't sound like me though, because no, I'm not. I, so. I, I, I honestly, I don't <laughs> reply to that many emails. No, but you, it was so lovely, and like, <laughs> and I was just so, so. It just really made my day that you were so sweet about it. Um, nice. and then um, and I remember we sent you something and you did a post and it was just so amazing because we had um, I suddenly I had all these people texting me saying uh. Estee's just done a post <laughs> on you <laughs> that's so nice I was like I know 
she's so but lovely. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. Um, yeah. I am lovely, aren't I? No. <laughs> no. I I do get a lot of emails, yeah. and honestly, it's the same old yeah. shit. Yeah. 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 And I really, when I see something that I feel like is interesting, yeah. Yeah. I do try to make a point. You do. Yeah. To yeah. to to bring that up. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm known for my one word, one line emails. Yeah. And my one word texts. <laughs> like everybody thinks I'm always mad at them, but I just cannot be. <laughs> I don't blame you. I was thinking like you must be bombarded with requests on a daily basis. It must be actually so hard to man- manage. Like I already feel I'm not an influencer and I'm like, God, we get so many emails. It's insane. The worst um, kind of emails I get, which yeah. make me feel the most guilty are yeah. it's my girlfriend's birthday. Can you give her a shout oh, out or can you do this? Yeah. And it's like, I can't. No, I just, and I, I get know, tons of those emails. I know, I know. So it actually hurts my I know I know it's really this is the thing you can't you can't help everyone yeah and that must be the hardest part of it 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 is it really is because like I of course I want to do that oh my god yeah of course but like I would just be on Instagram and happy birthday to Sarah Jones yeah 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 yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um right so I'm gonna miss my eyebrow appointment but what is next for Dora Larson so what is next? Well, um, we really excitingly are employing a new team at the moment, which I'm super thrilled about. So we're actually growing and finally, because for, for ages, it's just the business has just been run by me and my husband. And we've been absolutely tearing our hair out because we've yeah. got a new baby as well. Oh, so, yes. <laughs> Who's the baby? Cleo. Cleo. Bless her. Uh, so she's seven months now. Oh, um, and she's been gosh. coming to all the meetings with us. And that's been great. Oh, but we're just gosh. like, we have to get a team in place. Yeah. So we're employing um, a couple of new people. Um, and then, like I said, we're launching in Silver just this summer. And they've got some really exciting retailers coming up for the future. Um, but we want to expand in new product areas for sure. So once we've got a bit more time in our hands as a new team, we um, want to have a look. I mean, we haven't decided on anything, but mm-hmm. we're experimenting with nightwear this season that's Ooh. about to drop uh, really soon. We've got a couple of nightwear pieces. I hope it's nightgowns. Well, just cami and short sets, but they're Love really that. cute because they're in color combinations. Ooh. And again, nothing in the market like this. So yep. I really hope it does well. And um, and then I think swimwear's on the cards. Oh, wow. um, and I just I just want to do more outerwear stuff as well, you okay. know. Um, like do lovely little slip dresses that you can wear out, oh. but always with a lingerie twist, yes. of course. Um, and then, like I said, it's really hard to have a five year plan because you never know what's going to mm-hmm. happen. But we're just going to see how things go, and and if if our you know direct to consumer. Um, um, strategy works then I think like I said we might do the whole having a little shop thing and and see or at least a pop-up and well yeah do a pop-up see how that does and then you know don't you if that's a success you know you can't sit for the shop you should do robes or something yeah robes would be lovely yeah yeah whenever people come on the podcast and they have a brand I'm like you should do this and you should do that and I know it's so (laughs) annoying No, but but it's really good because like we obviously I get feedback all the time, but it's really good because I can collate it. And actually the the most feedback I get at the moment is please do bigger sizes. Yeah. Um so that is something that we're focusing on as well. Mm -hmm. And for for spring summer twenty, we're gonna be offering up to an F cup. So um again, if that works, then I wanna expand it into bigger Mm -hmm. as well. So um so yeah, feedback is really good. Well, yeah. I am so happy you came on my podcast. I learned Aww. a lot and it was really fun. Thank you. So and I, I feel see you. Like, quite inspired. Oh, actually. I'm really glad. Yeah, I'm really good. glad. Um, where can people find you online if they want to get shopping? Um, so uh, just our website, which is doralarson.com, D O R A L A R S E N.com. And Instagram. <laughs> and Instagram, which is just at doralarson lingerie. Perfect. Thank you so much. I was about to call you Dora. Thank you, Georgia. (laughs) Thank you, (laughs) Essay.